Hey everyone, this is John Hoppy. You're listening to the Wrestling Fans Insight Sunday Takedown. I am joined by my co-host Carlos. How you doing? Good, man. It's, it's I'm like a cat inside right now. It's raining outside. Not looking forward to going to work in a while, but I'm I'm good. Thanks. Glad to be back together. Somewhat three fifths of the team. <laughs> yeah, we were 100 percent a couple of weeks ago, but unfortunately yeah. not this week. So, but that's okay. We got the other good third with us, Brian the Hype Ballard. How you doing? Good afternoon. Doing good, guys. Ready to talk some vengeance. I just, you know, I just want to point out that our, you know, our tag team is always usually the one showing up. Just, you know, just so you know. Well, the hyping, the hyping your daddy's tight, holding it down. Yeah, well, I was also on a cruise, so go fuck yourself. Oh, there you go with that flex again. Well, you started this before the pre-show, so you. I'm shocked. I'm shocked your picture's out in the background from the cruises. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyways, uh, very interesting <laughs> weekend. Uh, I should say very interesting week and a half Oh my gosh! with wrestling going on. I'm going to avoid talking about the really dark cloud for now because I think. Can we, can, we get, can we get Seth Rollins' old theme song? Burn it down. You know? <laughs> oh, I think it's done a lot more than burn it down. There, There's that level where FUBAR used to be the lowest you could get. I think we found it even lower now, so. But again, I'm not going to touch base on it. I think it's been beaten to death by enough podcasts, the IWC. Are you guys just... talking about insane clown posse coming back? Is that what? Yes. Something oh, okay. like yeah, that, yeah. if you really want to talk about that. But um, no, a very, very interesting moment in wrestling come Friday SmackDown. Um, obviously, for many of you who've been paying attention, you already went off the rails quite a bit on it. Um, but why don't we go ahead and play the clip? Here, just so we kind of refresh everyone's mind. I took a great deal of counsel this week. I talked to friends, family. Oh, let me kind of start that over because apparently it did not go the way I wanted it to. <laughs> so I took a great deal of counsel this week. I talked to friends, family, legends. You know, you cheated me. I had you. More than anybody that you've been in the ring with, I had you, and I think you know it. Seth Rollins, he's made a lot of amazing points this week, but one of them that I disagree with, he called that the Hollywood title. You can call it whatever you want. That's still the title that Bruno San Martino held. It's still the title that was put into my father's hands in Madison Square Garden and then swiftly taken away. Again, call it whatever you want. I still want that title. Let me ask you, what is finishing the story because i've heard you say that all of this all of it is yours this ring the canvas the ropes that camera the announce desk all these people you guys belong to roman reigns apparently so it's finishing the story taking that championship from you or is finishing the story taking everything from you 
Let me make it abundantly clear. I want that title. Matter of fact, I'm moving my own goalposts. I want that title. I want everything. And I am coming for it. I am coming for you, Roman Reigns. But not at WrestleMania. I mentioned taking counsel. Roman, one of the individuals I talked to, he knows you very well. So, So, yeah, very interesting promo, and I'm just going to be upfront honest. I didn't know what was going on with SmackDown until I actually watched it after everyone's little Twitter spat there lately that The Rock has screwed Cody. Um, Why don't we start off with you, Carlos? What what do you want me to cover? Like all of like so like my like, my, okay, my thoughts so, about why why don't we get why don't we go right to the point? Many believe that this was Cody giving up his spot to the rock. Okay. So let let's kind of break it down. Cody really never flat out said he was giving up his spot. <laughs> so if you're so to so to counter what you so first of all, I gotta just say if the WWE would have listened to me and gave the belt to Randy Orton, we, would, we wouldn't be in the spot. So there. So I'm going to just say that from the very beginning. Um, I honestly feel, and this is the this is the truth, is I feel that. See, I I feel like the 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 Rock leveraged his way into into this spot. I don't think this was the plan, um, especially. When you look at how emotional Cody was with his win at the Royal Rumble, you look at how he pointed at Roman. I mean, this the, the raw emotion of it. Like you, you knew what was going to happen there. I think that when when the when CM Punk got injured, and and again, I I don't think I don't I don't because just because I've I've read places that they were saying that he was trying to get his way into this match with Roman with the Rock. I feel like once CM Punk got out. The, Rock, the Rock probably went and talked and said, "You know, that's that, why can't Cody go there and let me have the match with the, with with Roman? You guys need me. I mean, again, we're not going to get the other things, but maybe because they're PR stuff right now. Um, but <laughs> but like you said, so to so to answer your question, nothing was said because I think that I think that the last thing the w, the last thing the Rock wants right now is to be booed out of the building in Philadelphia. And when I say that, I mean this, and this is something I think that people. The WWE doesn't need The Rock. The Rock needs the WWE right now. And what I mean by that is his last his last couple movies a bomb. His TV show didn't do well. Um, he killed the he killed the DC DCU franchise. He hasn't had a hit lately. Um, the XFL, he could, couldn't do nothing with that. Had to merge with somebody else. His TV show didn't go well. Um, he, you know, again, he's he he's trying, he's here because he's trying to he's trying to rebuild his public image. And he knows that he has the he has the love of the WWE universe. And, and and but he read that love wrong, and he, and again he played his hand, and 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 again I think they knew just in you know just in case it doesn't go right, not to say anything yet, and so I think that's when I even put this out on I even put this out on Friday, I was like 
they didn't announce anything for a reason because they're still going to be able to backtrack on it. Um, and I think that's, that's what they're going to do. I think that they they were listening to people this weekend. The, the, the crowds at the house shows have been booing the rock. I mean, it's their, their YouTube clip is the most, it's the most negative commented clip they've ever had. And, and again, the last thing the rock needs for his public image is to be booted out of the building in Philadelphia. So I think they purposely didn't announce it because, because they want to be able to backtrack. And I think that's what will happen. Do you want me to talk about what I think is going to happen? Or you want me to wait after, until after you guys reply? Well, why don't we get Brian's reaction sure. next? Sure. So um, when you listen to that promo to John's point, and I believe Will Charles point, the, you know, they didn't say they're giving up that spot. Um, and I look at it from the strategic standpoint, the WWE isn't going to go out there and let Roman bury the other title and then talk about how great his title is. And then put this, you know, Oh, this is the title that Bruno San Martino had. And so they did too much to build all of that up in that segment. And what I see is, um, you know, that side of it, I do think they are testing the waters a little bit, but I do believe, and I've said it before, you know, it takes multiple chapters to tell a story. And if there isn't multiple chapters, it's not, it's a short story. It's not a long one. Right. So at that point, you know, I don't think this is the end of this. And I do think that they tie in. I think they're trying to tap into our fan base a little. I think they're going into a little bit of WrestleMania nine with Brett and Hogan and Brett giving up his title shot to Hogan to Yokozuna. I think they're trying to tap into Daniel Bryan and that little bit of a fan base in WrestleMania 30. And ironically here we are 10 years later in a very weird, similar like situation. Um, you know, I do have my thoughts. I'll save of course, for how I would book this myself, but I do believe that they kept us talking about WrestleMania all weekend long and very passionately in controversy, like Eric Bischoff says, creates cash. And that's where I'll kind of start out. Well, my thoughts are, you know, they're never right anyways, but I'm going to say it anyways. We still got an elimination chamber coming up and none of the participants have been announced, nor do we know what the chamber match is going to be for as far as the stakes. So, if Cody did indeed give his spot to the rock for WrestleMania, there's also that possible chance he could go into elimination chamber, win that and challenge Seth for the world heavyweight championship. But again, to really break it down, because this is where I think everybody was so damn quick to jump to conclusion is again, nothing was really ever said that Cody was giving up his spot to the rock. I just think the IWC automatically assumed it. And all, yeah, but, but oh, didn't he say, oh, I'm hang, not on, hang on, hard. hang on. And all Cody ever said was he talked to a counselor. It, it was never agreed upon yet verbally that he was taking that spot. So I think again, we're just reading way too much into what possibly could be happening, but we could also be seeing here. The result is Cody is not going after Roman right now. He's going to go after Seth. Okay. Now you can talk monkey. But Cody said, he said, I'm not, he said, I'm not going to face you at WrestleMania, but it doesn't mean the Linda like you said, doesn't mean the limit. Cody did say those words. Yeah. He said, he's not going to face him at WrestleMania. Correct. So there's that possibility he's going he to face, face Seth. He could also face Roman at the Elimination Chamber. That too. 
but I think it would be very dumb to give up his WrestleMania moment. I I would rather just see him go after Seth, to be perfectly honest, because even, even though Cody made the statement saying he did not agree with the way Seth imaged that championship Roman has, that is a problem. That is the championship that nobody really holds any prestige to because flat out Roman has not defended that championship as much as the likes of Bruno, Bob Backlund, Hulk Hogan, you know. I so I I feel Seth has a valid point. Do do you guys agree with that? I I do with Seth um trying to sell that title, right? It's a very young title. Um, we've had it on TV for not long and I understand he's trying to sell it as the workhorse title. I like that angle a lot. Um, I, I personally do not want to see Cody going for that title because I fear that the WWE would get a little trigger happy with trying to unify the titles again with Cody being that unifier. Um, I actually would like to throw another caveat into this scenario that we might all be overlooking. It just kind of popped in my head is the, the general managers of each brand raw and SmackDown the WWE in the last few months have done a really good job of establishing strong general managers on those shows, especially on SmackDown. And we haven't heard from the general managers where they've said, Oh yes, this is happening. You know, the general managers of SmackDown might have an issue with a unsigned legend like the rock coming on, just calling his shots on his television show. So, you know, I, could see that maybe possibly playing out in the next couple of weeks. So to answer, so I'll talk, I, that's, and again, you're reading my mind there because that's how I would solve things. But to answer your question, John, like the whole thing that we've been told this whole year is that Cody doesn't want that title. And, and so again, if he wanted the title, then why wasn't he in the tournament to win the title? You know, he he's had this whole year to challenge Seth that he's never done it because he's always wanted Roman's title. So, so again, as a, as a fan, I can't, I can't ignore what I've been, but I've been told all this whole year. And that's that Cody doesn't want that title. He wants Romans. So you can't sell to me the fact that, and again, I think Seth's doing a good job. I think Seth's promo was really good and, and everything he said, and, and it, it, it did, it did get on the heartstrings and it was a really done, a really well done promo. But at the end of the day, the, the fans aren't going to accept that because they, at the end of the day, they know that it's the wrong, the rock coming in the strong arm his way and get that and get that match with Roman. And there's even been talks that that rocks push it to go over on Roman, you know. So it's like you got to be kidding me, and and so it's just like it just it's 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 being told well. And again, if they if they have to pull the trigger on if they do go that way, I can I can definitely I think that all these lanes are open right now. Um, but I I just I don't want to see it because because again it's just Cody had all year to go after that title and now he he got this big win he get the emotion of going after the Rock. Um, it's just, it's not his story, you know? And again, it could be, it could be and like, and like Brian said too, that's the other thing I've heard too. Oh, they're going to, they're talking about, 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 you know, about unifying the titles. No, it's like, you guys just brought this title back and I like each brand having its own champion. And then again, I don't, and then again, then, then you're going to, again, in another couple of years, they're going to want to ununify him again. And it's, they're going to, it's just, they keep messing with the lineage and no, just no, no, no. Keep the title separate. Like I, again, I, I, I do, I do like the whole thing that Seth said, but again, Cody could make you, whoever the champion, the champion makes that title. Sorry. Well, the only thing you're wrong on is actually Cody was in the qualifier for that tournament. Brock was the one that costed him that champ. That was uh, he opportunity. Yep. Because they originally had two triple threat matches on each brand. If I remember right. 
And the winner of those triple threats faced off like in a semifinal. And then the final ended up with AJ representing SmackDown and Seth representing Raw. So, but yeah. Are I, you positive about that? I'm totally positive because okay. I don't remember that. Brock, Brock is the one that costed Cody that uh, qualifier. That's why. So, but at the uh, same time, though, he sh- he could he could have been chasing Seth this whole. He just it just they never they never even crossed paths about that. You know what I'm saying? At, no. Well, actually, no. If you think about it again, Cody was about to make that challenge, but Brock came in and interrupted Cody when they tried to do a promo. So that was when I believe it was either for the second or the rubber match coming up with Brock and Cody. So. I, I don't necessarily buy the Cody's not interested in that title. He obviously was trying to make some way for it, but not probably not as full as what for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. So I also want to add another piece of evidence to this. Um, in the fact that I don't think it is over with Cody and Roman because um, Dustin Ronalds about I think it was two days before SmackDown aired. And, you know, if you guys follow him, you know, Dustin tends to be, and I mean no disrespect with this, he tends to be in an emotional tweeter, right? He reacts and he tweets, right? And he did it last year with the Brock storyline right after Mania. And, oh, this is bullshit, you know, and just went on. And because he knows the business more than any of us, knows like all the inside outs. But he tweeted about two days ago and he said, uh, it was kind of comical. He said, at the um, advice of my sister Teal, I will not tweet any profanities or anything. And that's weird that it happened about a day or two before SmackDown. So, and I know he keeps an eye on his brother and that. So that tells me that Dustin has chose to know that there are good things coming and he just is not going to emotionally react. So, um, Speculation, yes, but I did see that and I thought it would be something for the conversation here. Well, I don't have really any more to add to it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so so here's what I here's if so I'll, I'll, you want to go for first part and I'll go for this. How, this is how I would book things now if I was them, and this this ties into what Brian said about the thing is I would ha- I would not have Cody on Raw tomorrow. I would I would have him skip Raw, and then I would have the press conference happen on Thursday. And have them about about to announce the match. And again, because they're gonna have because the thing that's beautiful about this, is they're gonna have all eyes on this, right? So I would have Cody come out there and be like, you know what? I changed my mind. I want I want Roman. And it it, it doesn't have to be night two WrestleMania, but I want my I want my title match. And it's up to you, Nick, all this to figure this out. I'll wait for your answer tomorrow. And then that's where I would either go with night one. I wouldn't do night one, and that's where I would go with Nick Aldis and make have him make the match for Elimination Chamber. And I'd have Cody win the title there. That's again that because like you're saying. Reverse course, save save the Rock. You know, save save this whole storyline. You still get the Rock versus Roman for head of the table, and then Cody gets the title at the Mission Chamber. And because again, and it makes sense to me too, because you're gonna have you're gonna have all these national news outlets at, out out there on Thursday, and there it's good. This is gonna make national news, and then everybody's gonna be tuning in on Friday to see what the decision is. So to me, that would just make all the sense in the world. But I do definitely think that they are gonna reverse course on this. Brian, let's give you want to have the final word on that. Sure. So for my booking scenario, um, like we mentioned, we use the power of the general managers. Um, 
you know, unfortunately, you know, this whole situation, it does turn Cody and his rumble win into a second place performer, right? According to what they want us to see right now. Um, so these are the reasons, you know, that sometimes everybody's having hate for Dwayne because they're saying, oh, he just comes back and he's a locker room obliterator, right? But what I'm going to look at here is I personally feel that Roman versus Rock for non-title happens on night one of WrestleMania. And that should main event it. And then, of course, that can be for the head of the table. And then I feel that Cody versus Roman for the title on night two happens at WrestleMania. Cody could win. But it gives Roman an excuse that way he could state that two WrestleMania matches in one weekend. So he was tired. He was wore out. He got screwed the night before, whatever. Um, and this also sets up a third match between Cody and Roman in the future. Doesn't have to be SummerSlam. Doesn't have to be, but it could be down the line because that's the rubber match. But more importantly, it gives Roman the title of being, I believe, the only guy to ever headline both nights of WrestleMania in the history of WrestleMania. And I think that is WrestleMania 40 buzzworthy. And I think they just love the idea of giving Roman another stat like that. All right. I, yeah, I think that's actually, uh, I think you, you're pretty much right on to something there, Brian. Um, that would be another stat to add to Roman accolades. So, and I think it's if they're just if they're willing to uh, risk, you know, the risk of injury. But like again, I like I'm I'm for that too. Like either one of those, either either one of those, I think would be awesome. Yeah, I I feel like if um, let's say even if uh Roman does beat The Rock on Saturday, well then that just makes Cody beating him more important. So it just kind of really puts over Cody in this super ultimate situation. Um, that's my dream right there. So, and again, and like I said, I mean, I don't blame WWE for, for waiting to see, could we hold off on this matchup for a year? Can we wait? Can we wait for this? But it's like, and again, I think they were just leaving all these options open, but I think now that they've seen the reaction, they're going to have to definitely change course. And again, it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan for sure. That's, I can't deny that. All right. Why don't we go ahead and move on to the main course of today. Uh, for those of you who may not know yet, uh, better get on your peacock and get it ready because here at 6.30 Eastern Time, it is NXT's Vengeance Day PLE. Yeah, we've got actually quite the exciting card for this one. This one, I feel they've done a, done a really good job with the buildup. I know William's going to be really excited to watch it tonight if he can muster, muster it up. So... Um, why don't we just go ahead and start off with, which I think will be the first match is, since this guy's going to be pulling some double duty tonight. Um, I think it's going to start off with the men's Dusty Tag Classic final, which is weird. <coughs> they didn't do a women's this year, did they? I think they do it afterwards. They do. They do. They do. Oh, they do them back that's right. Now, they did that last year. Yeah. So uh, for the men's Dusty Tag Classic final, Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker, quite the team there taking on Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Um, well, I'll go ahead and read Williams' uh, pick. He's picking with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. I am as well. Um, why don't we start with you, Carlos? I'm going the same. I, again, for me, I, I we, uh, before before Royal Rumble, I would have picked the Wolf Dogs, but I think I but I think now Braun Breaker is on his way to the main roster, especially with the two, the statements they've been giving us. So I think now they're going to reverse course, and I, 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 I see Trick Melo. I see 
them winning this as well. And Brian? Yep, I have the same. I have Mello and Trick. Um, I feel like, you know, that is going to be their Dusty Cup to win, and then that could lead into later in the night as well. Yeah, thanks for not giving that away yet. <laughs> but, uh, all right, next match. These aren't in any particular order. I don't know if they're going to be right. I'm just guessing. Uh, we're going to go with the no disqualifications match between Dijak and Joe Gacy. Uh, Carlos, what? who are you picking in this one? I'm going to go with Dijak. I, again, I think he's some, I just, I like him a lot. And again, I want to see him win. Uh, Brian? Yeah. Uh, John, sorry. Who did you pick on the last one? Were you going mellow as well? I Yeah, I picked mellow and okay. trick. Okay, sorry. I missed that. Uh, for me, I am going Dijak as well. Um, I feel like this matchup is his kind of matchup. And I, I know it would be tempting for them to give it to Gacy, but I just, I feel like they want to help build Dijak up a little bit stronger in these kind of matchups. So I'm going to pick him. William agreed with the both of you. He went with Dijak as well. I've got this sneaky suspicion we're going to get one pulled on us. I Joe Gacy hasn't won on a PLE for quite some time, and maybe this is the one time they're going to give it to him. So I'm going to go with Joe Gacy on this one. So, And then my next one, I've got the six-person mixed tag match. We got the family versus OTM. Brian, who are you going with? I'm going with the family. All right. Nothing to elaborate yes. on or uh, point for me. Um, I think, you know, they're the champs, right. And you got Rizzo with them. I just, for some reason, I feel like they just want to keep that unit strong till the next challenger comes up. Okay. Carlos. I'm going with OTM. Happy Black History Month. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? Nothing to throw out there, huh? So, um, get my symphony. But no, I, I just think, I think that they've already lost. They already lost a tag team title match to them. I think this is a match that kind of lets them, lets them go strong and it doesn't really do any hurt. It doesn't really hurt the family. I see, I see scripts getting involved in cost and in, in helping them win. I'm right. Uh, William and I are both right there with you, Carlos. I think we're going with OTM on this, mainly because, you know, it doesn't hurt the family at all to lose. Um, to Brian's point, you know, they've already lost an opportunity at the tag team championship. So, I mean, I guess you can only go up from here. Um, let's go with the well, NXT. Carlos, you know, if you, win this, if you win this one, this is a way for you to get back your Roman loss from Rumble. So. This would all this would all be this would all would it be an issue if Randy Orton was a champion right now? So I'm gonna just say that one more time. <laughs> well, let's move on to the NXT North American Championship. Champion Obafemi is gonna defend against former champion Dragon Lee. Um Carlos. Oh god, this, this is like the one pick I will lock in. Obafemi beating my little dragon lee. <laughs> All righty. Uh Brian. Um, I'm taking Obafemi. Everything like I like this matchup. I think this is gonna be a fun one because you know you got the big brawler meets the cruiserweight, and that's always a good chemistry together. So I think these two are gonna put on, you know, a very fun match tonight. 
and just to really backtrack on what Brian, I think it's a good test for Dragon Lee too, because it because if they want him to be like the next Ray Mysterio, again, that's something that Ray was really good on, was putting over big guys. So again, this can show them whether or not he can be that next Ray Mysterio. So I'm really looking forward to this match. Yeah. Well, and let's let's not forget Dragon Lee was moved to main roster. I don't know why they even had him take the championship off Dominic. I think they should have left it on Dirty Dom and had Oba. How dare you? I don't give a shit what you think, but I, I think they should have had Oba cash in on Dirty Dom rather than Dragon Lee. Is Oba Femi a heel or a face? What do you guys think? Uh, you know, he's that in-betweener. And for me, I yeah. mean, it's a face. As soon as me personally, I'm just like, man, I like this guy. You know, so I'm like already oh, I think in. I think it's he's the next Brock Lesnar. I can see um, he's got a little bit of a Brock Lesnar, Mark Henry, where he could go in between face heel. Um, I don't know. I just, I like the aggressiveness that he has. I, there's a lot I like about him. And I can't remember if I said it, but Willie and I also agree. We, we're going with Oba Femi on this one. So, um, but I agree with Brian. I think he's more of a tweener than anything based off what I keep watching. So. Um, I think the second to last match of the night for the NXT Women's Championship, champion Lyra Valkyria defending against former champion Roxanne Perez. Uh, Carlos, why don't we start with you on this one? I predict bathroom break. No, um, I this match is hard for me to get into because I I feel like this would have been um this would have been what's her name spot um the one that just got the boob job. What's her name? Tiffany Stratton? No, the, no. Oh, the other, Cora Jade. Yeah, Cora Jade. Yeah, I feel like I. I it's hard for me to get in this match because I, I, I feel really bad for Cora Jade getting injured because I feel like that this would have been her in this match, you know, if it wasn't for that injury. Um, so I'm, you know, again, so it's kind of like a bittersweet match for me. Um, it's hard. I don't. I, I, I just see Roxanne going to the main roster. So I, I, I and I just, I, I'm gonna pick Lyra to keep the title. All right, Brian. Yeah, you know, Carson, I'm glad you said that because I thought I was going to be the only one to say I do not care about this match. Um, yeah, I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested in either of these girls, right? Like Lyra, okay. I mean, you know, copy and paste. And then Roxanne Perez really lost they killed her in the character. Last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The last year I just said, oh, I don't know if she's main roster ready. And, you know, um, I watched Tiffany Stratton go right around her in my book. And, mm -hmm. you know, to the moon and not, not just because of, you know, a Barbie movie because of the work and talent. So um, I am going to pick Lyra for the same reasons because Roxanne's going to go that main roster, but uh, this is going to be a match. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm pleasantly surprised, but I really think this is going to be a short five to seven minute match. Um, hopefully it doesn't overstay its welcome tonight and we can move on to, you know, bigger things in the main event. Wow, how do you both really feel? You know, and the thing is, you know, part of it too is I feel like I feel like Lyra is like the is like the male version of Dragonoff. And I feel like like you shouldn't just have those two champs. Like you need more of a more charismatic, more entertainment person to counteract your other champion. So I feel like the the two of them kind of they just kind of wash each other out when it comes to storylines. Yeah, I just I just they it just doesn't she just doesn't interest me at all as a champion. John, is there anything that interests you about these girls? Like, are you 
like I, their I style or and they kill Roxanne's character. They have the I, I, I think the fact that you know Roxanne said she's gonna be willing to do anything to win this championship. I think we're gonna see a heel turn on by Roxanne. I think she's gonna end up winning this championship by doing some kind of dirty tactic or stooping to something really low. So yeah, I and the fact that these two were weren't these two promoted as good friends when Lyra first came onto the scene. I don't know because I feel like I feel like to what you said, like they've been teasing this Roxanne heel turning it out. Was she a heel for a little while too? Like I just her character work is just is gone off the rails for me. Where I honestly I just tune out when she's on TV now. Well, I think I think part of that problem was the you know with the whole Mandy Rose situation over a year ago. I think it was just too quick to put the championship on Roxanne. So I I don't think that did her any justice. I think these two have what it takes to put on a good match. So I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shit on them quite yet. I want to see how tonight plays, but I think for the most part, it's going to be a better match. than I think a lot of people are giving it. So with me, I'm going with Roxanne Perez. However, William agrees with the both of you. I think he's kind of in the same thoughts where maybe Roxanne Perez will probably go on main roster. And he chose Lyra Valkyria to retain. So without any further ado, we're going to go to obviously what should be the main event tonight. Our boy Trick Williams is going to be pulling that duty. So for the NXT Championship, Ilya Dragunov, the champion, defending against Trick Williams. Brian, who are you going with? Yep, I am going with Dragunov to retain. Um, I do see Carmelo getting involved here. I think it's too easy to set this matchup for stand and deliver between Carmelo and Trick Williams. Um, Dragunov is the right guy to hold the belt right now. Um, you know, he had it, they took it off him, they put it back on him. So I think that he does go into stand and deliver as your champion. Um, I do believe that Trick Williams, you know, and I'll say this, I've said this months ago. And this could age very badly, but I do believe Trick Williams will be a bigger star than Caramelo Hayes if we look at the these two guys three, four years down the road. I just I feel like he's got everything the WWE wants and what they like in their stars. And I could just see his career escalating. And I think you know, the start of this is a great breakup story match with Carmelo, which will then, you know, eventually feud onto the main roster someday. Carlos. So kind of in the, in the in the same in the same spirit of what Brian said is I'm picking Trick Williams to actually win this match. Um, so because what they've said before, like like they were really impressed with with like overly impressed with his with the crowd reaction to him at SmackDown before Royal Rumble. I mean the the crowd knew who he was. They're all chatting whoop that trick. I think they have something in him. I do agree with Brian too. I I do think Trick Williams is going to be the bigger star than Carmelo Hayes. Um, but I, but I think they got, I think they get to around into a different route. I think Carmelo wins the title here, and then I think I think Carmelo and Trick go for the tag titles, where Trick has the chance to be a double champion. And that's when Carmelo turns against him, leaves him lying, leaves him lying straight, leaves him lying in the ring, and then the, they don't win the tag titles. And that says that sets up the match for Sand and Deliver. But I, I think I think I think it's time to pull the trigger on Trick, and then if they they see they have somebody that that can carry the brand, they can they can let these guys like Dragunov and Carmelo join Braun Breaker on the main roster. 
So let's put this in theory. Assuming your pick is right, they do decide to put the championship on Trick. Do you think Elia ends up going main roster? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so William also with Brian went with Elia Dragonoff. Uh, for me, I'm kind. Of, I'm really conflicted because both of you have made really great points. I think Elia is the champion NXT needs, and to carry it for a little bit longer, even to stand and deliver. But I'm with Carlos. This would be a wise opportunity while Trick is so hot right now with the fans. It would be a missed opportunity. The only thing I would throw into some of the logic here is that not very often where you had someone pull double duty, they've won both matches. I think the last time anybody's won multiple matches in one event was Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania 4 where he won four matches. And Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 30. Oh, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. I don't know why I forgot about that one. Because he had to beat Triple H in order to be in that man. And then Batista Batista and Randy Orton, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Evolution minus Ric Flair. (laughs) Good God. The big guy took out the buff boys. But, uh, yeah, so, again, like I said, it's not very often you see someone pull Doodle Booty and win both matches. I think this is the one time we see that exception. And I think Trick Williams will end up winning that championship off Elia. So, um, yeah, whoop that trick, Brian. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> you can take that shit from him. <laughs> is he oh, still there? I think I'm well, a fan of both of these guys were, they've won me over in the last year of watching NXT. Um, Dragonoff goes to the main roster. I want to throw this out there too. Um, they need, he's the kind of guy that will either succeed or will fall on his face there. Um, mm-hmm. And they're going to have to go to the main roster with a very good plan for him in order for him to work because he's got that average size. Right. And I think that plan needs to be him beating Gunther for that intercontinental championship very, very quick on debut. And I think that makes him an instant guy on the main roster and allows Gunther to do other things. I honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing him. I wouldn't mind seeing him in Braun Breaker versus Gunther in a triple threat match. Give it to me <laughs> for their kind of title, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah I just, I think if they don't have a plan for him upon debut, um, you know, Braun Breaker's got the Steiner heritage that they could fall back on, right? It's a little easier for fans to forgive him, but Dragonoff's the kind of guy that if you don't do things right with him, he's going to end up somewhere else someday, and you're going to regret it as a company. It w- it would be a hell of a match. And again, like going back to like what Brian said, like to me, like, like it's a way, it's a way for the general managers to pull a thing, you know, like, you know, you could easily say, you could easily have Adam Pierce looking at, you know, the fact that, you know, Nick Aldis got, you know, he got Tiffany Stratton and got Naomi. And so he wants to make his mendoz. And so he's going to offer, he's going to offer Brock Braun and Eli a chance to go to intercom title in order to get them over to raw, you know, like again, that's what's so fun about these general managers that they can, they can play in the storyline. The fact they're, they're competing with each other, it, it, again, do it and just offer these guys a chance to shine. And I think if they did that, I think that I think they could easily steal the show at WrestleMania. It would be a match that fans would be talking about for years to come. All right. While we wrap it up here very shortly, um, any final thoughts going into tonight's card, Carlos? I'll be working. So no, I did, but I just, again, for me, I just think it's a time to, um, 
I like the fact that Tiffany Strand got 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 moved up. Again, this I think they're already showing that if these guys are hot. I think that they that they deserve a call up. And with that being said, I I, I want to see Braun, Elia, and then Carmella all get called up. Um, so again, I just hope the storylines reflect that and that these guys are getting rewarded for the work they've done. Ilya was he was been on the he was on the side burner for so long, finally got the chance to shine as champion. He's 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 been a great champion. I want to see him. I want to see him get that chance to sink or swim in the main roster. Brian, your final thoughts going into tonight's card? Yeah, I'm excited to see the story that develops. I'm excited to watch it tonight, and I'm looking forward to giving a review on it and kind of seeing if my thoughts that we talked about here transpire into my post-show thoughts, which sometimes can, you know, take a swerve. So I think for tonight, we're going to see definitely maybe a couple, possibly three superstars, maybe bid farewell, possibly being the key word. Um, I do look forward to tonight being a, a really great showing from all the NXT talent. And like always, we always pray to make sure everyone stays healthy and injury free through tonight. Um, not to literally say break a leg, but we hope everybody does go out there, break a leg. We all hope you go out there, enjoy tonight's PLE event. If you're able to watch live or even have to watch the replay I'm assuming, Brian, you're probably going to be doing an episode of Tap Out Talk shortly after. Yep, I've got one ready to go, so I'll be giving some mild thoughts on it. Assuming as I'm not dead tired by the end of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and as usual, this is about our time where we give some shout-outs. Carlos, do you want to throw any shout-outs before we wrap it up? Um. Just yeah, shout out to the, to that nasty Leroy on on X. If you guys aren't following him, just follow him. Um, to Chris Haas as well. Just they, they're friends. They're really they really support us when we do our X things. Also, uh, Chris Denver twenty nine, or see Denver twenty nine, Christopher. Just thank you for all you guys do. Um, yeah, just just the, again the Sage Up Network. Thank you guys, Patrick Pussy. This anyone on there who supports us. Um, thank you guys for just doing that. And anyone who's listening to this, just thank you for supporting us. And to all anyone who listens to us on Good Pods as well, thank you. Brian? Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to kind of echo that. Again, thanking everybody over on Twitter. Um, and again, I want to really echo thanking Chris. Um, you know, Chris sometimes has, to, you know, he'll tag in and turn our, you know, double uh, tag team matches that Carlos and I host into a triple tag, right? And <laughs> picks right up. And, you know, um, John, I don't know if you heard it, but we had a funeral for Carlos at one point during a broadcast. So I don't know if you heard that or not. No, unfortunately, I missed it. I'll have to go back and check out the replays. Yeah, um, Carlos actually ended up cutting out um, due to some technical difficulties, but then Chris jumped right <laughs> in with some entertainment and started to have a funeral proceeding. And I appreciate it because I was getting my thoughts together of, okay, let's not, you know, going into a single mode versus a, you know, dialogue back and forth mode. So I appreciate Chris <laughs> for, you know, giving me that time, you know, to kill a little bit. I wonder if I can recruit Chris to do my eulogy then. And then Carlos gets resurrected too. So he does exorcisms, I think too. So, so you back. buried him up. So you buried him alive twice and he came back. Right. And he comes right back. It's, it's like the undertaker glove coming out of the grave. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> the executioner, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh Lordy. Well, I want to throw my shout outs out there to my favorite podcast and fellows who always give us a shout out 
Jim over at the Fan in the Van. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Garrett over, is this a bad take? Jim and Garrett, who both team up and do the Steel and Teal talk. Garrett and Jalen, who do the Two Dudes Sports News, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Nate's Daily Wager Wire. Aaron over at Brutally Honest Sports. Uh, Ted with Ted's Takes on Wrestling, formerly known as the Heel Truth Podcast. Uh, be sure to go check out his shorts on the audio, but check out his YouTube videos as well. He's been putting out a lot of fantastic uh, content there on his YouTube channel. Um, but and also want to shout out, visit Vegas Places with Coil. If you ever plan to travel to Las Vegas for vacation or whatnot, go check out his podcast. He does some awesome work interviewing some of the local businesses there. And who knows, you might be able to go visit some of those while, you, while you're in town. Um, but again, thank you to each and every one. Uh, sorry we've had some minor technical issues with our equipment here. Unfortunately, we were not able to be live on X-Space, but we were able to make it live on YouTube. Uh, the Facebook page, the fans of pro wrestling. But we also managed to get on my main Twitter account with the video. There, you can follow me at WF Insight Pod. Uh, Carlos, your Twitter handles at C to the LOS 77, also at Conquer the No, and then on Instagram at Rainbow Goodness underscore Brian. Yep, at the Brian Adkins on Twitter X, and then also Tap Out Talk on YouTube. And also want to shout out Heather and William, both who have been really not feeling well. So our uh, prayers being sent to both of you to get better and get well soon. And without any further ado, really can't say it's over because we don't have Chris Haas here. But uh, for Carlos, Brian, and myself, please be awesome to each other. And remember, who's better than you? Nobody. 